Hi, I'm Aaron from GuitarGearFinder.com and this is episode 31 of the Bite Size Guitar Podcast. In this episode, let's have a look at guitar scales and which ones you should consider learning. If you're not interested in learning guitar scales, that's fine. But if you are interested in learning them, some scales are better to learn than others. By the end of this episode, you should have a clear idea of which scales you might want to spend some time learning and how to figure out which scales are ideal for you to learn. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I don't like to give one-size-fits-all answers, like so many videos and lessons give. Everybody wants to learn different things on guitar, and everybody has different needs as a guitarist. So a one-size-fits-all answer just doesn't cut it. It's the same with guitar scales. So many lessons will tell you, learn this scale first, then learn this one, then this one. That type of advice might work for some people, but it won't work for everybody. It's not the best possible advice. The right path for you depends on what type of music you want to play and what type of guitarist you want to be. So the first point I'd like you to keep in mind is that there isn't a set list of scales you must learn or a specific order you should learn the scales in. Whenever a YouTuber or a guitar teacher tells you you should learn X scale first, they're probably just telling you that because that's what works for them. But that doesn't mean it's best for you. So let's have a look at how to figure out which scales are best for you to learn. The best starting point for figuring out which scales you might want to learn first is to take a look at the music you listen to and you want to learn how to play. The best scales for you to learn are the scales used regularly in the music you play. Let's say as an example that a lot of the music you listen to turns out to use the harmonic minor scale. If you listen to typical advice, you'll be told not to learn the harmonic minor scale until you've already learned the major scale, the pentatonic scale, the minor scale, then maybe a couple of the modes. But if the music you want to play is heavily based on the harmonic minor scale, then learning that scale now will help you learn those songs faster, you'll get more comfortable with using the scale, and you'll enjoy learning the scale more, knowing that you're going to make great use out of it. I can't overemphasize this point. The scales you'll regularly use in music are far more enjoyable to learn than scales you're not going to use. If you know that learning a specific scale will help you learn your favorite songs faster, then that's the perfect scale for you to work on right now. Don't leave it for later on just because somebody told you that you need to learn X, Y, and Z scales first. Learn it now. So your job is to take a look at the music you listen to and figure out what scales that music uses. This might sound like a daunting task if you're a beginner, so I'll explain a couple of different ways you can do this. The first way is to learn some basic music theory. It's perfectly fine if you don't want to dig into theory. For those who are willing to learn some theory, it'll make your life easier later on when you want to analyze your favorite songs. Once you learn the basic music theory on how scales are built, you'll be able to take a look at any song and figure out exactly what scales are used. I have guides on the website explaining the basic theory behind scales in the simplest way possible, so check them out if you're interested in learning this way. An alternative to figuring out what scales are used in a song is to use a program called Guitar Pro. This is how I figured out what scales were used in songs I wanted to play before I learned music theory. Guitar Pro includes some tools that you can use to analyze a song or a section of a song and it will tell you what scales are being used. If you have Guitar Pro, open up the song you want to learn and highlight a section of the guitar track. Go to the Tools menu and select Scales. You'll see an option in this window called Find Scales from Selection. Click it and it will analyze the parts you've highlighted and tell you what scales are likely used. I've included step-by-step screenshots on the page for this episode if you want to see how to do this. You'll see a list of scales with the most likely scales showing up top. If you see a scale with 100% accuracy displayed, that's likely the scale that was used. Once you get used to using this tool, you'll be able to use it to figure out why certain solos or parts stand out in a song, and you'll be able to use it to analyze the music you listen to. 
Guitar Pro is an incredibly handy program I recommend to all guitarists. So check out my review and guides on how to use Guitar Pro to see why I recommend it. I credit Guitar Pro for much of the gains I made over the years when I was learning guitar. There are other ways you can figure out what scales are used in music, but the two methods I've covered here are a good starting point. The main point to remember is that with some practice, you'll be able to figure out what scales are used in any song. Then you can decide whether you want to learn those scales or not. Okay, so here's what I recommend. I recommend making a list of 10 to 20 of your most favorite songs and try to figure out what scales are used in those songs. Then you can take a look at that list of scales and figure out if there are any scales that are regularly used in your songs. If you find that most of your favorite songs use the same one or two scales, those scales are the first scales you should work on. I'll share my own experience to help highlight why it's so important to take this approach and start by learning the scales that you'll regularly use in songs. Now, when I was a teenager, I really got into Metallica. The riffs were fun to play and the solos were a great challenge to learn. Now, what I noticed when I took a closer look at Metallica's songs is that a lot of them use the E minor scale and a lot of the solos are based on the E minor pentatonic scale. Whenever I would go to learn a different Metallica solo, I would almost instantly recognize the E minor pentatonic scale without even needing to use Guitar Pro to analyze the parts. It made perfect sense for me to learn the E minor scale first, then the E minor pentatonic scale. Once I memorized those two scales, I noticed that it was quick and easy to learn almost any Metallica song. Some songs did use different scales, but if they used the E minor scale, it was a breeze to learn because my fingers already were comfortable with that scale. This is why I recommend this approach. Learning a scale really does help you learn the songs that use that scale faster. Now it's common for bands and guitarists to prefer using certain scales or keys. You might find that a lot of the music a certain band writes uses a specific scale or key. If you find any patterns like that, start with those scales. Being able to see how a song makes use of a scale is a powerful way to learn scales. Anytime you want to learn a new scale, try to find songs that make use of that scale. I have scales resources that list some popular songs that make use of different scales, so check out those resources if you want to work on any specific scale. So the main point from my experience is that I was far better off learning the E minor scale before any other scale, because it was a scale I could heavily use in the music I played. Now for other guitarists, the E minor scale might be the worst scale for them to learn first. The only way to figure out which scales are ideal for you is to look at the music you want to play. Now on a related topic, I'll talk more about modes in a separate episode, but for now it's worth talking briefly about modes versus scales. You've probably heard guitar teachers talking about modes, and you've wondered whether you should learn them or not. The first thing I'll say about modes is that they're not something that every guitarist needs to learn. Modes aren't for everyone. Don't feel that you have to learn modes. The way to figure out whether you should learn modes or not is to look at whether the music you listen to and want to play uses modes. For example, after learning a lot of Metallica songs, I found out about Joe Satriani and Steve Vai. I loved their music and wanted to learn how to play it and write music in a similar way. Now those two guitarists make heavy use of modes, and many of their songs are a direct result of using a specific mode. So it made perfect sense for me to study modes and learn how to incorporate them into my playing style. But if the bands and guitarists you listen to don't make use of modes, then it's not something you should feel pressured to learn. A lot of guitarists get confused by modes, so unless you listen to music that regularly uses modes, I don't suggest learning them right now. You may decide to learn them in the future, but it's not important for you right now if the music you play doesn't make use of them. Okay, so let's have a quick recap on how to figure out what scales you should learn. The big takeaway from this episode is that the scales you should learn are the scales you regularly hear in the music you want to play. 
If you find that your favorite band uses the D minor scale in most of their music, then that should be the first scale you should learn. It doesn't matter if all of the advice you hear is to start with a different scale. The right scales for you to learn are the scales that you'll make most use of. Write down 10 to 20 of the favorite songs you want to learn how to play and figure out what scales are used in those songs. You can do this using music theory, guitar pro, sheet music, or websites that tell you what key the songs are in. There are plenty of ways to figure this out, so find a way that works for you. Once you know what scales you want to learn, read my guide on how to learn scales to put together an effective practice plan. Use the resources I have on my website to help you learn each scale. The effort you put into learning scales can have a massive impact on your development as a guitarist, so if you've been putting off learning scales, now's a great time to start. Check out the links to useful guides, lessons, and scales resources at guitargearfinder.com slash podcast slash episode 31. I have a lot of resources to help you with scales because they're a core part of music. If you have any questions on scales you'd like me to cover in a future episode, record your question on the page for this episode. I'll be more than happy to feature you in a future episode. Now, if you've been enjoying this podcast, help me spread the word by sharing it on social media or letting other guitarists know about it. You can also leave a review on your podcast app and it really helps me out. Special shout out to Pershing who left a great review on iTunes. I appreciate the kind words and I'm glad you're finding the episodes helpful. Thanks to everybody who has been helping me grow this podcast so I can dedicate more time into creating episodes and resources for you. See how you go this week working on what scales you should learn and I'll talk to you next time.